Hello and welcome to The Worst Podcast. I'm your host, Jules Oaks, and today, as always, I am joined by the buoyant Nick Crow. I float. We are so happy to be joined today by a wonderful comedian and wonderful friend, one of my favourite people, very sad that she doesn't live in Berlin anymore, it's Kate Checker. Hi, thank, thank you for having me. Sorry for eating that biscuit. You, I, I wanted you to eat the biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how you doing, Kate? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah, you've been having a nice visit. I've been having a nice time in Berlin. Kate used to live in Berlin and mm-hmm. she smashed the comedy scene here. And that now, and now she... you're back to put it back together. Yeah. <laughs> and then back because I had to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were falling apart without you. Uh, no, Kate is based in London now and yes. smashing the comedy scene out I there. I don't know if I am. <laughs> I think everyone's like, she's doing so well. And I'm like, I'm genuinely not doing that well, but it's fine. Anyway, you were saying before we started that something yeah. shitty had happened to you. What is the shitty thing that's happened to you I recently? mean, it was... It was... I mean, I just got the man I'm sleeping with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's his official title because he lives close to me. Um, in and, London? Yeah. Okay. 10 minute cycle. Oh, that's that so, so convenient. Close. For London, yeah. I was like, absolutely. So we haven't really, like I've been in Berlin and um, we've been texting a bit, but like not that much. And then I was like, I hadn't spoken to him in a while. And I think he'd been on holiday with his family. So I was like, oh, do you want to like chat on the phone? I thought it'd be like a nice phone chat. And it just riled me up so much because I said in an innocent way in the summer of 2023, have you seen the Barbie movie yet? And he was oh, like, God. no. And then it followed with like, but all these people saying online about how revolutionary it is or whatever are wrong. And then we basically ended up in an argument where I was like, so you're telling me you have an opinion on a thing you have yet to have seen. And I was like, you're being a real man about this. And it turns out there are some white men that do not like to be referred to as white men um, and get really upset. And he was like, no, but I'm just voicing an opinion and on someone else's opinion. And I was like, yeah, but you haven't seen the source material, so you don't know about the opinion. And then he was like, I feel like you're attacking me. Like, you're not, you're like, there's no space for my opinions here. And I was like, no, I'm having an opinion on your stupid opinion. Like, it's just opinions on opinions. And so now I'm like mad. I was really mad about it. And I was like, I was, he was very upset because I think a lot of men, especially white men, don't get to experience like, Pushback. Being disagreed with, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I was like, it. I'm not going to not give you pushback. I was like, you're messing with the wrong person for that. And I was like, I think your opinion's stupid. Like, and it was like, yeah, I think it was because it was like, oh, you know, it's not as anti-capitalist as us with our progressive views thinks it should be. And I was like, but it's a film about Barbie. It was never gonna be. But like, it considering the you know the source and what it is it I just thought I just thought it was a great time and I really enjoyed it and I got my nails done for Barbie and I have pink hair right now and I was like excited about watching Barbie and I went and watched it in pink and I had a great time with the gals and he just wanted to like have a pseudo smart Mm -hmm. pseudo philosophical point to make about a film he hasn't seen and I was like that is a dick move like as far as I'm concerned yeah and this whole point about like oh but it's not like the most anti-capitalist left-wing anarchist Mm. like okay but you know what if you want to make a movie about Che Guevara 
you're not going to get millions and millions of teenagers going to see right. that film. Yeah, and also it's like, why do you have to hate this like one thing? Like you've decided on, there's so many things that are also not anti-capitalist and you're not like complaining about them but like why is it this one why is it the pink one why is it the one that's like made for girls like why that one do you know what I mean and it's like this is so boring like it's such a boring take yeah and like also like what kind of miserable gremlin are you that you can't just enjoy a film or like let people have their pleasure Mm. um and also like don't take this the wrong way but I imagine that you are absolutely fantastic in bed yeah I don't know if I am but (laughs) (laughs) I have quite nice nipples I don't well I mean you know there you go (laughs) yes one man said you win the award for the best nipples I've ever seen and I was like do you give out this like is this like that's a really way weird way of putting it you could just be like did he nice. have to tell the last winner? <laughs> like, I'm actually sorry. Gonna I'm going to have to give away your trophy. Back. He said, wow, you win the award for the best nipples I've ever seen. And I was like, wow, what a specific thing to say to someone in bed. But it's nice to be told you're attractive, I guess, in bed. Sure. I, I guess I've just, I've never felt. I friend recently. Go on. It was really weird. We hadn't had sex since 2018, like when I lived in Berlin. And then we were, he was like, do you want to come back to me? And I'm mine. And I was like, wow, it's 2018 again. Like we're here. I was like, yeah, let's see what 2018 feels like. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, you like don't. I'm, it's different. I was in my 20s. Now I'm in my 30s. And I'm like, you need to compliment me. You need to be like telling me how hot I am. Yeah. Have you not like, seen these nipples? Have you not seen these nipples? <laughs> they won the award for the best nipples someone had ever seen. A man, a random man I sat with in Greece. But yeah, and then I was like, you need to have me compliments. And he was like, no, I'm autistic. I can't. And I was like, this is a cop out. You don't have to come up with it on your own. But now I've told you to say something. You just say it. <laughs> when you said you don't have to come up with it on your own, I thought you were going to write, here's a list I've written. <laughs> just Here read is, these out. <laughs> here are some things I like to be told. I would do that. I would literally write, this is what you need to say to me. Um, but what were we going to say about this idea that you think I'm good in bed? Can we just circle back to this? Um, well, like, it amazes me how easily men will screw themselves out oh, of Oh, well, like future. shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. yeah, like you're having good sex with this really beautiful woman and you're going to potentially, like, screw that up over an opinion about a movie that you haven't seen. seen yeah that's the thing i just i'm so used to men just having opinions about like some people told me that, that my opinion about new york was wrong and they'd never been to new york and i was like what was your opinion on new york oh it's trash but um, oh, thank <laughs> you. i completely agree it's just next to la <laughs> i think he's used to being the smartest person and unfortunately once you date me you are never gonna be the smartest person that's just not gonna happen how about you nick what's the worst thing that's happened to you this week Oh, uh, same. (laughs) No, uh, what is the worst thing that's happened to me this week? Uh, I did think of something. I had to go shopping today. Yeah, I was in Alexanderplatz. Oh, yeah. After I dragged you around Humana on Saturday. I did look for what I needed. Um, What Humana? Yeah, Yeah, got some awesome stuff. I'll show you later. Humana might be the worst thing as a man, because I always go there excitedly. But I'm not the shape of a dead German. So none of the donated <laughs> men's clothes fit me. Uh, yeah. They're a lot broader than me. I feel like German men just before they, they, die. Slip, they die, they just suddenly become very broad. So if you, if you know someone who's getting broader, call a doctor, is what I'm saying. <laughs> or maybe just stop feeding them currywurst three times a day i don't know like it's the number one cause of death in berlin i mean i suspect it's a contributory factor (laughs) i don't know 
You know, there's like statistics where it's like, oh, this is the surprising number one cause of death, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we all have the above average number of legs. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We've all got three. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly us. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, you were saying you had to go to Alexanderplatz on Saturday. I mean, that alone, it sounds horrific. Oh, no, that was today. Today, sorry, yes. That was today. Um, yeah, no, it was vile. It was, um, it is what it is. And I guess that is thing... Is the Africa Festival still there? Sorry, I just... Really... No, no, that's no. passed. But okay. that, was the, that was the last time I went. It was very good. I got some uh, jollof rice. Yes. That was, that made yeah. it slightly better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I also ordered this rice in mm. German badly with someone who responded badly in German and then someone came over and they, they were obviously just fluent in English. And I, we had to be like, oh, we, we speak English. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, uh, we made that hard, didn't we? Yeah, I did. I, happens. I ordered some, I think, fried plantain. No, fried potato or something there the other week. And I ordered it in German. And the man was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like. Also, it was like from a Swahili thing, and it's I'm t- I'm, Tanz- I'm half Tanzanian. And I was like, I should have just ordered this in Swahili if I, <laughs> if I wasn't like being like a complete dick about it. Like I could have just ordered it from you in like English or Swahili and not in German. Are you fluent is... in Swahili? No, but I speak okay. I, I speak enough to be able to order something technically. Okay, That's cool. I order something. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good qualification. <laughs> like, well, not order something. I can order something technically. I mean, technically. <laughs> like, you know. Like, I'll place the order and something will something arrive. Will <laughs> technically, I've ordered, you know. <laughs> I don't I know, know the if, word I'm for do- rice. if I'm doing it right. I don't even know if I know the word for rice, to be honest. I'm not great at languages. Um, oh. German's pretty bad. Anyway, yeah, so. So, no, no African wares um, yeah. to brighten my day. What were you shopping for? Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what? A suit for a funeral. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's so sad. And black shoes. And you went to Humana for Just that. For fun. I, mean, I had a look at Humana because yeah. it's expensive and I'm probably not going to wear a black suit very often in my life. Uh, what's the worst thing that happened to you this week? Well, uh, when was it? Last weekend, I went for a walk in the park with one of my closest friends and we were having a nice time. And this guy, and we were talking, I mean, well, we were talking, I was talking, and this guy is walking towards us and he goes, you English? In like a very London-y accent. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he went, oh yeah, I could hear you from way back there. And he didn't have like creepy dude vibes. I know he was like approaching two women in a park. So kind of, you know, what did we expect? Uh- <laughs> He seemed nice enough and we just sort of started chatting to him. But my problem is that I'm really bad at ending interactions, as Nick has pointed out quite ruthlessly in the past. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm so socially awkward that I'll just I'll just like smile and nod and keep on engaging with someone until they leave me alone. That's why I do the timing on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd have to. Yeah, you are quite like, once you've decided to have like a specific conversation, you're going to have it, whether someone's like, we've got to go, you're still going to have it. Yeah. But I, but in this situation, I like, I was not, it wasn't that I wanted to keep talking to this man. No, it no, was no, no, we get it. I didn't know no, how to no. extricate myself. Um, and at a certain point, the friend that I was with, I guess like, maybe she misinterpreted it that that maybe I was like into this dude yeah and she was like hey if you want to walk with us we're just you know we're just gonna go for a walk through the park and he was like oh yeah sure I'll come along and within seconds of us making that decision he starts being 
so like it, he wasn't being creepy it wasn't a creepy thing it was a um oh if people don't like the pra- the the rent in berlin they should just they should just leave or stop complaining about it and we were like yeah but i mean i say we my friend because i just freeze as soon as yeah. there's like a hint of confrontation i just completely shut down but my friend was like that's bullshit yeah. Like there are families who have lived in in their neighborhood for five, six generations yeah. who are being priced out of the city because property developers yeah, yeah. are coming in and trying to make shitloads of money. So he and, and my friend got in this this really heated argument that included him saying, like she said, oh, I think we just have fundamentally different opinions. And he said, I shit you not, these aren't opinions. I'm telling you facts. And my I was God. like, oh, I want the world to just open you got, up and you swallow got, me. You all had the same experience I had. A man presented his opinion as though it was a fact mm-hmm. to you this week. Yeah. One of the men on this week. I know. Something stupid. And, and then it turned out, and he was like, look, I go to the landlord meetings. And we were like, oh, you're a landlord? Why didn't you say sooner? Fuck right off. Oh, uh, then he was a landlord. Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking, he's a property owner here complaining about, property prices and whatnot and and we like thankfully we got to like a junction in the park and my friend was just like well thanks very much for this bye and we went our separate ways and then we spent the rest of the walk talking about what a douchebag he was yeah you should never let a strange man go on your walk no lesson learned that sounds like folksy wisdom (laughs) (laughs) never let a strange man on the walk I actually did a better job on Saturday, right before, when I was on my way to meet Nick to go to Humana, I was looking super fucking hot. I was looking really hot on Saturday, Mm. wasn't I? Yeah. Apparently not. Okay. (laughs) I thought I was looking really nice. My friend? She's got one of the... I thought I was on a comedy podcast, so I thought I'd comedically answer. Um, <laughs> but what's happened there is I did a comedy answer, and instead of finding it funny, uh, the two Kate women just looked, looked at you. furious, <laughs> like genuinely upset. <laughs> anyway, I, I looked really nice. I'd made an effort, which I don't often do, hmm. but I'd made an effort. And you know when you're on the U-Bahn, you even have a joke yeah, about and this. Everyone stares at you on the U-Bahn. Yeah, and like I was so aware that that multiple men you know the thing where like you can feel someone's eyes are at, like or head in your direction and you're not sure whether they're staring at you so you glance in their direction and they go like yeah like okay yeah he was he was looking at me um but anyway i get off my at, at frankfurter tour yeah. and i stop and i wait to see which direction this guy is going to go in and he goes one direction so i go the other and then a few seconds later he taps me on the shoulder and i was like oh that's so fucking creepy and i had headphones in and he makes me take the headphones out and he was like oh are you from around here where are you going and i was like oh, i'm going to meet a friend and he was like oh i can come with you and i was like no you can't what come <laughs> with no i know right on the fucking uban creep that's so weird yeah so i feel like we've settled on the best things that men have ever done to you is compliment your nipples which <laughs> if i was going to give advice on how to treat women i probably wouldn't start there do you know things start with compliments <laughs> what i love compliments, compliments so yeah, much but maybe but here's the thing right if you're in a position to compliment a woman's nipples unless you're like at the beach in berlin like, and they're like, <laughs> if, you, if, you're, if you're at the if you're at the yeah, don't do it, like, beach, at the be like oh those are some fantastic nipples you that got would out be terrible, today yeah, yeah. 
but but, uh, but like in in normal in normal context i think if you're in a position to compliment yeah. someone's nipples then they've probably consented hopefully consented to i do i think i think compliments are good do you not like compliments? I mean, I don't think that's what Nick was saying. Oh, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm suddenly seeing how you would have made a good politician. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because, I was like, I just you know, I probably wouldn't advise men to immediately compliment women's genitals. Like, well, I think compliments are good. <laughs> so, I are you this, saying compliments are bad? I had to chat with them. Um, is it that you're saying compliments are bad? Is it though? No. Okay. Just pick your moments and your places. <laughs> yes i don't compliment strangers maybe oh i don't know yeah maybe don't compliment don't shout things out at women i mean i think yeah Classic. although oh my actually, god it's hard actually this is too complicated a, a right because you know what when i was when i was in new york <laughs> I have like 10 minutes of material about cat calling <laughs> i had a shitty shitty time in new york and one of my favorite memories of being in new york was I was walking down this street in brooklyn and this guy on the opposite side of the road um shouts out to me oh and, and i was wearing like black leather look trousers and yeah. a, a, a faux leather jacket and i had long bright pink hair at the time yeah. and this guy on the other side of the road yells yo i see what you're doing i love the anime thing <laughs> and i was just like i wasn't going for an anime thing but i feel good about myself <laughs> today that's quite mm. a nice shout out compliment. Yeah. Yeah, when I'm walking around in my snowsuit, actually, people often stop and be like, I love your snowsuit. One time a bus driver opened the door of the bus. Were you at the bus stop? Getting into <laughs> <laughs> No, I got on the bus and like the bit between the seat and the oh, I see. bus. Not like the door of the bus. Like, one time a bus stopped for me. Like, <laughs> That's uh, how hot I looked. And then he was like, girl, I see you around all the time. Are you a painter? And I was like, I'm not a painter, but what about this snowsuit gives off painter? Just <laughs> <laughs> buses just ignoring you. My whole life. I've never used a bus. I don't understand how they function. I assume they're private hire. And then one time a bus just stopped and the doors opened and they were like, and this guy was like, get on. And I was like, I was like get on? Wow, for me? Just little old me? <laughs> okay. I, uh, um, I, sorry, were you. No. Let's, I, yeah, do you want to move on? Like, move I can tell on. you another story about a really good bus I took one time, but... I mean, it's not entirely on theme, so okay. we, might, we might just put a pin in that for now. Yeah. So... You wait ages for an anecdote about a bus, and then... So, first thoughts, worst thoughts. Worst colour? Orange. Worst food? Baked beans, because they're orange. <laughs> <laughs> Worst sexual position? The baked bean. No, that's not a real sexual position. Uh, ah! That one. Me being on top. I'm just, <laughs> that's why I'm not good at that. Worst musical instrument? G- guitar. Worst sport? All of them. <laughs> Except bouldering. I would still put it in a bad spot. I would okay. do it maybe, but okay. I think all sport is bad. We okay. should lie down. Okay. <laughs> we should be lying down more. You'd like luge. <laughs> What's luge? The one where you the lie down. Where you lie down. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I just, I just don't like people doing things, and like I hate like 
I hate sport. I hate Olympics. I hate like anyone being like, oh, I run really fast. Like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. We're all exhausted. <laughs> Lie down. <laughs> Worst place to fart? I guess in bed. With someone else there. Okay, okay. In someone else's bed. <laughs> With them there. I'm, I'm quite a fan of the Olympics. I kind of like fair, that festival atmosphere of international... When the Olympics came to town in mm. 2012, I did enjoy that because... Well, mainly because me and my friend Tim watched it and my mother got really drunk on bubbly wine and she knew all the countries. Like, you know when you hear all those countries that like, no one's ever heard of and it's like the United States. Republic of <laughs> Yeah, that one. But like, and then she's like, oh yes, those... Be-. Like she like had loads of facts about like loads of random countries, which was quite fun. And wow, then she'd she probably got- be really good at crowd work. Yeah, maybe. Um, I can't see her doing comedy. She's 76, but maybe. Maybe she wants to. Judith, um, don't come for my job. I'd hate that. Um, she's quite funny as well. I wouldn't like that at all. Um, but then she got really, really drunk. And right at the end, when I think Doreen Lawrence, Stephen Lawrence's mother, was carrying the flag, my mother burst into tears and was like, sometimes we get it so right. And it was just like so hilarious. And me and my friend Tim have like never got over this moment where she just had like a moment of patriot. Like my mother, who's not a very patriotic person and kind of hates a lot of the stuff the UK does had a moment of patriotism and felt very proud of her country so yeah I enjoyed that part of the Olympics I mean that's the opening ceremony no one's doing sport in there, so. <laughs> so you like pageantry just as I like pageants as- oh yes <laughs> yes ceremony great opening ceremony but I'm not interested in like watching Oh, yeah, like I'd watch a royal wedding, but I wouldn't watch like a sport on TV. Did you watch the royal wedding? Yeah, I love watching royal weddings. Oh, wow. I am almost I like the it. opposite of you. Yeah. I think a lot of people, are, I just, I love, yeah, I love like. Yeah. Pomp and ceremony. Yeah. I, mm. I have that problem. Like, I don't know if anyone has, do you ever do it when you like watch TV when you're stoned and you're too stoned? So you stop seeing the show and you just start seeing actors acting out a script. Like where you're watching like Friends and then you're like, why are they pausing there? There's no one actually laughing. Right. And you're like, you just suddenly see behind the scenes. And I get that with Royal Weddings where it's like, I look at it and everyone's like, well, isn't this beautiful? I'm looking like, what the fuck is going on? Like they're just demonstrably just very old men just doing really weird shit. Yeah. The Royal and- Weddings aren't old men. The, the, there the are lots of old people. men the background people that's the back- not who you're supposed to be focusing on but that's who don't I, get I can't stoned looking- to watch the royal wedding <laughs> be sober <laughs> but that's who I can't help but focus on because there's just a normal couple having like a normal what would be a normal thing but the pomp and circumstance is what makes it strange yeah. and even if you just focus on what they're wearing like the helpers in the background the old mm. men helping and you're in them like if an alien came down on earth and asked you like why are they wearing this you'd have to be like alright you're going to need like four hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, what do you got to get uh, the guitar? <laughs> <laughs> um, just the people that play it yeah. and make you listen to it. It's just the worst thing in the world, isn't in it? Parks. Yeah, yeah, it's a nightmare. Or like make you sit in a circle and mm. like play a guitar. Oh God! What I don't know if you've looked behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Other way. <laughs> <laughs> a guitar. Just no. I can't handle. Like people. It's it's a certain. I mean it's on the whole a certain kind of man but women have been known to do this yeah it's just such an annoying trait isn't it (laughs) playing guitar (laughs) yeah then people make you listen to them play at parties and stuff 
Do you want me to speak? I can speak. <laughs> I don't know. I just oh, thought there was it, another se- a segue would come, maybe. I also, I mean, it's interesting, the guitar, isn't it? Because it's one of those ones that I don't particularly like listening to it, and everything you say is very true. Like, it's the one that gets brought out at parties or somewhere where they want to sing you a song, and, like, oh. songs... It's so smug. Sung, yeah. It's so smug. Mm. No one's, like, wheeled out, you know... An upright bass. Yeah. But it is the most sort of democratic really of instruments. It's like you just need one person and a guitar... And you can be a musician. Oh. Oh. I want I want fun instruments, you know? What's a fun instrument? A hurdy-gurdy? Yeah. I fucking love a hurdy-gurdy. I have a friend who travels around with his hurdy-gurdy and, uh, and will, like, get out and play it and have yeah. everyone. And because it's, like, a medieval, like, yeah. folksy instrument, everyone just gets up and does, like, a really happy, yeah. jolly little dance to it. Yeah, yeah. I've got a friend that plays the harp. I think that's cool. Nice. Marimba. Marimba. You paid the harp, and I learned they cost fifteen thousand. Yeah, they're marimba. expensive. Marimba, yeah, it costs like a car. I used to live with someone who uh, had a colleague whose ex-boyfriend bought her a harp to try and win her back, and she didn't play the harp. He just like bought her a full-size harp. That's and great. Be- she can sell that for fifteen thousand. She just gave it to. <laughs> she just gave it to my housemate. So for like. Four months, I lived in a house with this full-size oh, fucking harp, mm. and we just everyone would just like sit down well, and it's pretend like melodic. Play yeah, Shall so we, she just um, got a harp, no strings attached. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you have a very certain comedy brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to the meat of the show. Today we're going to talk about worst politicians because Kate wanted to be prime minister when she was I a did. little girl. I wanted to be prime minister and I still think I'd be really good at it. I think you'd be pretty good at it, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I don't see it in the cards. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> I think and I was like, I think it was like after Boris maybe got quite big, like maybe mm. before he got elected by Boris Johnson and I was like... I can't go into work because I was really up until that point still thinking I was going to become a politician. I was maybe 28, 29. And I was like, I can't go to work every day and see Boris Johnson. And I was like, I can't, yeah. I don't want to work with these clowns. And so then I became a comedian instead. (laughs) (laughs) Much better. So this was in Berlin that you realised you didn't want to be Prime Minister of England. Yeah, it was literally, I mean, I went off to Berlin. I was like, I'm going to have some fun in my 20s and then I'm going to get to 30 and I'm going to go back and I'm going to start becoming a politician, like a member of parliament. I'm going to join the Labour Party. And I sort of like tried to a bit, like I applied for a couple of the schemes. They just don't want me because I don't have Labour Party loyalty, which is like, they like people that have been around for ages, come from like Labour families, been canvassing, blah, blah, blah. And I haven't done that. And that's, I think, actually the thing that screws, li- wow, this has really become a <laughs> discussion about <laughs> the messy politics of the UK. But like, I think that's the thing that screws the Labour Party over so much. Yeah, where are you going to get new ideas? Mm. will take career politicians much more freely. And so then if you are like a person of color or a woman or whatever, and you apply to them, they'll take you. Whereas like labor tries to keep it, tries to get its loyalty through like only people that have, you're not allowed to be like a labor party politician. If you've ever voted for a different party, for instance, like they have these kinds of rules and that just shoots them in the foot. How can they know? I mean, they can't know, but that's their official thing. Also, it's bollocks just because, um, yeah, I mean, they accept MPs from different parties. They'll yeah. let them cross the aisle. Yeah, when it's convenient. Yeah, I guess so maybe that's the trick. For, but they can't leverage me. Or, I mean, I maybe would be you like should, an absolute Maybe you should asset, become but... 
a uh, conservative politician so that you can cross the bench. I mean, yeah, maybe. I, like, I, I think the conservatives would take me. I mean, not with my, like, insanely left wing. No, I mean, they're not even like... left wing views at the point. They're just, like, mad. Like, well, not mad. I don't think they're mad. I think they're, like, right. But yeah, my Compared love to... of everyone should have no job and access to all the healthcare they ever want and food and housing for free. You radical yeah you radical thinking that all human beings should be able to live happily and comfortably i mean now i just want to live in the woods with my tits out eating berries because i kind of got so jaded by politics and you got great nipples the people need to see the the people or the bears the bears (laughs) no it's not gonna be like a bear wood oh okay it's gonna be like a hippie wood i think it's gonna be like a a wood in africa okay nice like a a jungly kind of wood okay I was sure you were going to make some kind of... Oh, you want puns now. Pun about... <laughs> yeah, we, want them. we didn't say we didn't want them. <laughs> so um, who who is your worst politician? I mean, I, can I, I think this is such a loaded question because obviously we could all be like Boris Johnson, but demonstrably like Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm going kind of go with this. It's like, is this the point where if you don't say Hitler, people are going to be like, I can't believe you didn't say Hitler, you know? <laughs> and then or is it going to be like a living politician and like you got to then say like Trump or is it going to be like a current politician? I would say a politician that has struck you in your life where you're like, more people should know they're a bastard. Oh, a surprise. A surprise bastard. A surprise asshole. The worst kind of asshole. Mm. But also be careful because we don't want anyone to get sued for libel. Uh, it's not too surprising. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We really want to hit you to hit that real sweet spot. I mean, there's loads, aren't they? There's just like loads of them that are all just like awful people. I mean, I've always, I've always been very... Um, What's the opposite of enamoured? Unenamoured? <laughs> Unenamoured with Nadine Dorries. I feel like she has something truly... She's you know, the one the... who's threatened to resign. She was like, well, if I'm not being a lord, I will resign. And everyone went, okay. And then she just didn't resign. <laughs> you know, the one who's like constantly like checking Boris Johnson for polyps. She's so Ooh. far up his ass. That was ah. <laughs> God, these jokes are like too smart. They're going completely over my head. If we could just bring them down to like a level. Um, Yeah, she was a big Boris Johnson fanboy. He told her that she was going to be Lord and then she wasn't given the Lordship. So now she's just not doing her job and it hasn't turned up to Parliament for like six months. Yeah, something like that. Also, she, uh, she writes romance fiction and it's some of the worst. Like I've, I've only read, I've only read snippets, but it is. It's. I mean, I know it's, who you're talking about. It's now. the kind of it's the kind of writing where you would actually expect her to like have a love scene where one of the characters complimented the other on their Volvo. <laughs> like that's yeah. <laughs> that's how bad it is. <sighs> if I you're think... looking for celebrity written bad fiction as well, I would love to put a plug out there for um for well, I think current football manager maybe. There's a football manager called Steve Bruce yeah. who wrote detective novels. Oh. Amazing. And you can find excerpts online and they are so 
adorably dull. Um, <laughs> really boring detective novels. Well, yeah, it's clearly like someone who has a lot of money and he was like, well, what can I do? What do I like? Yeah. He's like, yeah, and he's like, well, I'll self-publish detective novels. Yeah. I like and are doing... they all like grand larceny and, uh, and fraud cases? There's quite an extensive description of a reservoir. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, Ooh. check them out. I think yeah. you'll love them. Bless. Yeah. Adorable. Okay, I think... This is the thing, because I want to say someone like Jacob Rees-Mogg, who is just terrible. I actually had a friend of mine that worked for him as a gardener. I don't think I ever met him. The politician, though, that's betrayed me the most, Mm -hmm. personally betrayed me, was Nick Clegg. Oh, fuck Did you vote Lib Dem? That was the year I felt very happy to vote Lib Dem on the grounds that they were not going to raise the student fees, which, by the way, wasn't going to affect me because I was already... In like I already got into university, mm. but I just didn't want them to be raised for anyone yeah. else, and I literally voted for that exact reason and nothing else. Yeah, and instead, what we got was a ref- uh, referendum on whether we should have a change our electoral system. And if you know anything about the UK, it does not do well with referendums. <laughs> <laughs> also, like I, I completely agree. I think Nick Clegg is just such a spineless. But by all accounts, he's quite a nice person. I think probably he is, but well, I will, he will, I will never not feel betrayed by him. Because he is just also a terrible politician. Because he just drove them into electorals. And yeah, the yeah. Lib Dems have never really recovered. I think. Yeah, yeah. like he was I just bad at his job. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. It, it really fucked him. And he, it was just such a stupid idea to get into bed with the Tory party mm. because so many people vote Lib Dem. To try Especially avoid... where I live, like you wouldn't vote Labour because it's like the countryside of where I grew up. Like yeah. you vote Lib Dem to keep out the Tories yeah. and the betrayal of all of that, I think. And yeah. the Lib Dems don't really know what their position is. So I described it the other day because I have a friend of mine whose brother went through like a fascist phase for a while, you know, <laughs> like a bit of like an incel vibe, yeah. like QAnon, and then stopped that phase, got a girlfriend and was like, actually, it's fine. I was just angry and hormonal. Yeah. And there's now a Lib Dem. And That's I an describe Lib Dems as the party for people that like politics but aren't entirely sure what they believe. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the party for politics, I guess. Yeah. Like that's the energy of the Lib Dems. The thing that irritates me so much about the Lib Dems is that my mum is a big Lib Dem supporter. And when I, obviously, like, I was disgusted that the Lib Dems decided to form an unholy alliance with the Tories. Uh, But still, to this day, if I if I bring up what a piece of shit Nick Clegg is and how like useful, mm. useless the Lib Dems were and are, mm. my mum's like, but just imagine how much worse it would have been. I hate that, if- I hate that. It's like, how much worse could it? We left the EU, yeah. there is sewage being pumped out into the oceans and rivers of you yeah. know around the UK. Yeah. How much worse... Like, this all stems from that fucking... That election. Yeah. But now I'm actually, like, I'm just so far away. From, like, I wouldn't even want to be prime minister. I'm just, like, just shut the whole thing down. How do you think we should be ruled? Just no more ruling. I'm in charge. <laughs> Kate's land. That, that went from one to Yeah, like, no, no rulers. Wait a minute. Just me. <laughs> I know, it went straight from, like, absolute anarchy to, like, tyranny in, like, a moment. There was no in between. <laughs> but good tyranny. But good like tyranny. Like a benevolent tyrant. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do think I should be in charge, but I, I would... I, no, I think I think we don't need it anymore. 
Yeah. I don't think we need politicians anymore. Like, what are they doing? Nothing. Like, fuck all. Like, I don't get what the point of them are. Mm. They're not doing a job. Like, why am I paying taxes for this no NHS that's happening or whatever? Like, yeah. what are they for? Like, they're just making themselves their friends rich. It's a really weird game at the moment. Oh, yeah. Personally, I think that the way the system should work is that um, you shouldn't be a la- Like, no one should stand that it should just be a random lottery and uh no everyone... people are really stupid no offense to people sure but, um... but like but yeah yes. i'm with kate on this one you don't think that a random selection of like 200 people Mm-mm. from throughout the uk oh like a random committee yeah and so like and you have like a like no a... absolutely not i've met people in the uk <sighs> yeah no this offense. is it it's like i wouldn't want to be in it like imagine how frustrating you like find jury that. duty yeah, but for like four years. <laughs> I think it would be worse. I think that that was like what Brexit proved is that like people are not very good at making the best informed choices for themselves. Yeah. And I think it proved that. And I don't, I just, don't, I'm not into democracy. And like that's <laughs> what happens is like, this is the historical root of democracy is people stop being into it because then they're like, it's not delivering yeah. what it needs to deliver for us. And that's how you like end up with like populism. And that's where we're at now. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. And it's really depressing, but they, yeah, they they proved that they are not capable of voting in their own interests. Off to the woods then. Yeah. And so now we shut it down. The orcas are rising up. The yachts are being overturned. The revolution's coming. And boy, am I excited. (laughs) (laughs) Two thumbs up. (laughs) Two thumbs up. Vote for me, revolution leader, 2024. I... I think I'll be able to vote in Germany by then. Yeah? Yeah, so run here. No, because I'm not going to run in the democracy. I'm just going to lead the revolution. Oh, I see. So yes. I don't even need to vote. Uh, no, I don't need to vote. <laughs> just, I assume. If you're happy for me to do the revolution, and I'm happy to Yeah, I mean, I'm busy, it. so it's best you take the lead. Yes. Yeah. Well, now the orcas have taken the lead, so that's oh, yeah, yeah, just been an absolute around. relief, because <laughs> I've been worrying about having to do it next year. I mean, do you feel like, do you feel like the orcas might call upon you to help with the whole like land based yeah yeah i mean i it's a secret obviously but they have already so oh, okay. <laughs> don't worry we'll edit this out it's not yeah it's not in place yet but <laughs> the wheels are turning the wheels are turning nice nick do you have a, a worst politician i would say i'm gonna throw in my lot not a specific politician but i think as a society we should be very aware of any politicians with artistic endeavors no whoa yes <laughs> right well wow, so, i came really came round very quickly yeah so my thing on this is like and i get it like every time you look at a representative democracy everyone always says it's like oh there's lawyers there's more lawyers there's businessmen there's an occasional doctor and there's more lawyers and you're like well is that representative of society you know where are the where are the musicians where are the artists and then you look i don't remember anyone ever saying this just go with it kate just go with it. okay sorry yeah yeah it's all i talk about yeah (laughs) but the problem i think throughout history is when you find um leaders who were used to like dream of being in the arts they tend to be a bit odd i would say i think is the kindest way to put it i mean the most famous example is yeah adolf hitler wanted to be an artist before taking over but even i think pol pot wanted to be a poet and slobodan milosevic was a professional poet before he stoked nationalism and caused the breakdown of yugoslavia it shows you though as well like people like artists because they have that like ability to like 
fire people up, I guess. Mm. Mm. And I do believe power corrupts. I think that is the problem. I mean, I will just point out that that Zelensky is an actor and a comedian. That's true, yeah. So, you know, he's doing a pretty And also, like, the business politicians are like not good either like i think this is maybe this is my point that it's a lot of people assume we need variety and i think anyone who's just attracted to that power no matter their vocational interests yeah <laughs> but this is why i'm saying this is yeah. why i'm saying about like the random selection because like the i the last person that i would want to be leading this country or like to be in a position of power mm. is a person who has sought a position of power right yeah but for me the second last person i'd want is like <laughs> doreen from bishop Stortford. <laughs> bishop Stortford in particular oh she's a nightmare that doreen <laughs> um you don't want to near the button it's just <laughs> and i think a lot of people don't want that job actually no i don't want that job and i'm happy for you to take it I don't, yeah, I mean, I just, I just want, I just think it's, I just want free healthcare for everyone. I just want the world to be happy. I just want it to be, like, nice and not everyone having to worry all the time about constantly defending, like, real basic rights. Yeah, And it doesn't make any nice. sense. Like, the, it, this is the thing about the UK now that I just don't get, is, like, without the infrastructure, without the good hospitals and good schools and good universities and health, you know, and roads or whatever... It's just a rainy island off the coast of Europe. Like, it's not got anything going for it. It's not like like India, which is like, oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, India's actually got wonderful infrastructure, so I really shouldn't use India as an example. But, like, a country with worse infrastructure, arguably, but they have loads of sun. So it doesn't matter. They don't need good infrastructure because everyone's, like, having Mm. some coconut time. Right, and I think the problem with England is that... (laughs) The problem with England... (laughs) What? Coconut time. <laughs> coconut time, you know. Gotta have a bit of coconut time. Coconuts are just so great. When I was in Thailand, I was having coconut time on the daily. Yeah. Sometimes twice a day. Yeah. This week's podcast is sponsored by coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> Take your but- coconut time every day. <laughs> <laughs> Big cocoa. Uh, <laughs> no, I think the, like, the problem with, with a lot of people in the UK is that, or Britain, I should say, is that Why they... Because I'm going to talk about the British Empire. Oh, okay. <laughs> the problem... Well, I, I would... I mean, if we're going to get into the weeds, that surely UK represents that better than Britain. I have no t- idea what the difference between the two Britain is. Britain is the so. name of the island that Scotland, England and Wales. Wales and the United UK Kingdom includes Northern Ireland. And back then, Ireland. Oh, oh, right. Well, okay. Well, then, sure. All right, whatever. UK, that place. Yeah. I think the problem is... But I think this is more... Uh, typical of English people is that they have this sense that like oh Britain was great once we can be great again and it's like mm, Britain was great because it colonized yeah, two yeah, thirds yeah. of the world and stole shit if you think that you're going to get away with that again now you've got a nasty shot coming yeah I still reckon we could take Canada <laughs> Canada, yeah, yeah, and that's a that's yeah, a Canada, lot of it. Canadians are pushovers, so. and that's a, if we just took that's that's a lot of the world. It is a lot. I'm saying, and in a way, don't we kind of have Canada still? They've still got the queen, they got well, the yeah. king on their money. They wouldn't even notice, guys. <laughs> I think we still have Canada by virtue of the fact. Yeah, I, I reckon st- if we we slip Trudeau twenty quid, he'll just let us, you know, have it have it yeah but we shouldn't have had a reference like you know on you, this Brexit referendum where you need to make England great again we should have just you know, just fucking do Canada just do, just do, just do everyone would be happier <laughs> I don't want Canada 
No, no. I don't want to live there. No. I wouldn't. It's too cold. I don't. I find Canadians quite stressful people. She's <laughs> not a fan. Too apologetic. No, they're just. They're what? Go on, malign they, an entire nation. <laughs> what do you mean, what? 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 They are really what? annoying. Like I just can't abide Canadians. <laughs> like they're just <laughs> no, because like specific. They're like racist. they're basically just specific. It's not racist. It's xenophobic. I once Sorry. knew a guy um, called very specific xenophobic. <laughs> yeah, um, it's because like look, we all know that North Americans, Americans, Canadians are quite like annoying people. <laughs> do we okay yeah but like most of the americans i've met and like no know that their country is a big trash dumpster fire and are like and canadians think that they're and canadians great. think they're great mm. and they because they're not america they're like we're actually really nice but they also stole land over a bunch of off a bunch of indigenous people and like murdered their children in schools and still to this day are quite horrible to their indigenous people and i just don't like the the idea that they have this reputation as being nice people. I'm like, no, you're garbage people. Also, what I also enjoy about if you tell Canadians that you don't like them and you think their country's stupid, they get really angry, and that's quite fun to watch. You can real rile mm. up Canadians. Isn't that true for most countries? Is it? Know. If someone I, told me Britain was as, I just be like, yeah, I'm not wrong. I think it would depend. Buy you a drink. <laughs> it's again, it's like that thing with British food. Is like there are nationalities I will take insulting our food because, like, yeah, I get it. But then there are other nationalities when they insult our food that I get really defensive because I'm like, fucking, all right, choose Canadian. Right, sure. If I get insulted by Canadians, like, what, you you make poutine <laughs> and you're saying that, like, we have shit food. Like, that is the one thing you're famous for is chips with gravy and cheese. And you're yeah. like, oh, English food is so, like, flavorless. And you're like, I'm not having that from you. Yeah. 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 So I do get defensive on certain from certain countries I right, used like to if be more patriotic said that British food was shit be like yeah 100%. if someone from Thailand yeah I used to be more patriotic and I, I find it hard to be patriotic now. which I think is probably for the best yeah it's the last it's the um, embarrassing to be patriotic about the last the refuge of a scoundrel isn't it is it patriotism is that a thing is that a poem you've written no, <laughs> isn't that an old saying? Patriotism's the last refuge of a scoundrel. I don't really know sayings. Hmm, explain it. Oh, it's just that idea. Quite often, politicians be like, "Well, it's important for England because I love England and England, England, England." Oh, I and it's see. Like, and you don't it's... actually have anything to say, yeah. right? And it can rile people up. Yeah, yeah. And you sit just like, oh, "Fuck you, coming over here, like to our land." <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's just I could take that have... clip completely out of context and like get yeah. you cancelled. <laughs> This is what Nick Crow thinks of yeah. foreigners. They're coming over here. <laughs> to Berlin. <laughs> here I am, doing comedy. In English. <laughs> um, guys, I hate to break this up, but I think that the dog really needs a shit. Um, wow, this is going to never happen again like this on a podcast, is it? Um, oh, we should explain. Uh, Jules doesn't have a dog, she just needs a shit. <laughs> <laughs> She refers to herself as the dog. Yeah. Her bowels, really. Just going to train the dog for a walk. <laughs> what a specific way of... Imagine if that's the euphemism. Like. Oh, don't mind me, I'm just going to take the dog for a walk. And then like, off you go into the bathroom. <laughs> I'm totally going to start using that now. So this has been the worst podcast 
the best podcast about the worst things. We have had such a good time. Mm. Kate, thank you so much for being thank here. For having me. Is there anything you would like to plug? <laughs> Just generally. You can follow me on Instagram. What's your you Instagram Kate handle? Kate Checkers. K-A-T-E-C-H-E-K-A. Mawam. And um, yeah, then I'll I promote stuff there. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and if you would like to follow us on Instagram, we are hotmess.comedy. Yeah. Or we're on Facebook at Hot Mess Comedy, Comedy Berlin. Berlin. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch you next time. Do your worst. Bye. Bye. <laughs>